Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is I'm going to tell three stories, two of which are claimed to be true, and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest goes down in history for creating the greatest senior prank of all time, Ryan McCauley. What's funny is that it was completely an accident. Like it totally wasn't supposed to be the senior prank and it just wound up being the senior prank. Um, long story short, I we went on a trip to Washington DC and I enlisted the help of several people on the trip to prank my friends and take all of their belongings out of their room to make it look like the maids cleaned up their room and took all of their stuff and we hid it all in our bathroom and our friends instead of coming to us to see what happened they went to the teachers the police got called oh it went God. it spiraled out of control and it made for the greatest story of senior year yeah uh today's second guest can't sleep Seth Cologne. <laughs> that's you, so good. If you know, you know. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't know, I just feel bad. You're missing out, honestly. And I'm missing out on sleep. <laughs> true. And today's third guest used to drink soda while he had gum in his mouth because he claims that it gave the gum more flavor. <laughs> Christopher Manella. I forgot about that, yeah. but it is true. It does do that. I can see it. It just gives the flavor of the soda. Yeah. 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 Anyway, before we get into today's topic. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Why? We didn't even start yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't ever do that to me again. And we ever. I'm sorry, Seth. Back. Okay. So, guys, are you ready to hear what today's topic is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. perfectly ready with my good friend uh, Toph here. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's topic, I usually tell three stories where two of them are claimed to be real. Today, all three of these things are fake, but it makes sense. It's because we are talking about SCPs. So, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to talk about three SCPs, one that is completely made up. For those who don't know what an SCP is, it's basically anything that is out of our realm of understanding. It could be a creature, it could be a human with special powers, paranormal powers. It could be an object that does weird things. It can literally be anything. Um, How familiar are you guys with SCPs? There is the one about the mask that we used that idea for the the Halloween video Correct. last year. Correct, yes. But, Which some yeah. people thought that it was from Goosebumps. I thought it was from Goosebumps. Yeah. It was um, just, it's just a big lie, what? everybody, okay? It was an SCP. Aw. <laughs> oh, there's so many of them, right? There is a lot. So Wait, what about the game? SCP Containment Breach? Yeah, I mean, the game That's is based on that. That's what I know it from. Right. So it's basically all of these creatures that 
exist within this containment and it is a fantasy world but it's a very large community online and it's so creative and some of the things that they come up with for these scps are way cooler than any of the real sighting stories that you'll ever hear because i mean this is just like people's imaginations running wild so the way that scps are classified there are three different classes and i think this is important to the rest of our stories so there is safe, which basically doesn't necessarily mean that the SCP itself is safe, but it means that it's easy to contain. It's more than likely in the SCP containment itself. Then there is Euclid, which is basically, it's unpredictable. It's not super easy to contain, but it's it may also be in the containment as well. And then there's Keter, which is basically just, there is no way you can capture this thing. Either they don't have enough knowledge on how to capture it, or they don't have enough money or resources to capture it, so on and so forth. So like a squirrel would be Keter. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> Most dogs can't catch them. Yeah. We're talking about one of each of those today. There's okay. one safe, one Euclid, one Keter. This is going to be so hard because they're all fake. Yeah. They're all fake, but yeah. two of these are canon and are are well established and really exist within the SCP community. And the third one is made up. Okay. Are you guys ready to hear all about the first SCP? Yes. Kind of. Which one is it? The, the first one is considered safe. Oh. Meaning it is contained. Doesn't necessarily mean that this is a safe SCP. Story number one. It's all about SCP-303, and its title is Painting. So basically, it is a painting that is kept in an opaque cloth, and it always has to be face down in a windowless unit. You can't look into this thing. Only people in the containment who are considered restricted personnel, who are considered level two, are able to do any sort of research and interact with this painting. So one day, a couple of researchers decided to go in there and experiment with it. They unwrap it. It's got an ornate gold border around it, and you flip it over, and you need to make sure that all the security cameras and everything are turned off before you flip this thing over. So you're able to stick your appendages into this painting, and you can see it now into the painting. Some people think that it's basically like a pocket dimension. There's another dimension inside of this painting. You stick your hand in there, you basically see a painted version of your hand in the painting, and you lose all feeling within your hand. When you pull your hand out, you now just have a normal hand. So researchers 1, 2, and 3, R1, R2, and R3. Yeah, Ryan 1, Ryan 2, and Ryan 3. Ryan just pointed to himself for just audio. Three. Well, we have like three Ryans that we could use. We do, Ryan, Ryan Feeney. Ryan Feeney, and then Ryan... Ryan. Sin. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's Sin. world. Ryan's world. We'll get, yeah, we'll get a third Ryan. <laughs> R1, one day, puts his whole body into the painting. Daring. He goes inside of there, and R2 and R3 can see him moving throughout the painting. He looks like a painted version of himself, but they can't hear him, and they can't speak to him. They can only observe him. R2, in a recorded transcript remembers the moment and he says that while he was watching R1 move through the painting something else caught his eye and a little black dot goes over a hill inside of the painting so let me paint the painting for you it's a little farm there's a woman in there and she's hanging clothes on a clothesline and in the background there are some hills that's where the black dot appears the black dot starts to grow larger and larger and larger and it eventually envelops the entire painting until a crimson eye opens up in the center 
of the painting. Now, R3 wasn't watching the black dot. He was watching R1. And what R1 was doing was he went up to the girl in the painting and the girl in the painting collapsed once he approached her. When she collapsed, a smudge as if someone had messed up on the painting appears on the outside of the painting. R1, after she collapses, tries to exit the painting, but he can't exit because that's when that black circle took over everything. R1 is now stuck in this painting to this day. No one else is able to enter it to go in there and save him. All that's left is this weird crimson eye that sometimes looks around and it sometimes blinks, but we don't know if it's sentient. And that is story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. First of all, we, we know it's sentient. It's moving around. But is it aware? Is it aware of what? Can it see people on the outside? Oh, on the outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's definitely aware that someone's on the inside. I mean, it changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But um, that's usually also like a literary technique in horror is the classic, the painting. Um, you think of Pickman's model, uh, which is H.P. Lovecraft, um, and also helped inspire my short film, The Painting, which uh, cannot be seen anywhere, so you should check it out. Listening to the story, I was like pretty sure that this one is real. I don't know, it just didn't really sound fake to right. me. But um, yeah, I don't know. So no one can go back into the painting. Like you can't just go into the eye. You can't. They've tried. No one's mm. been able to go back in. So weird. Just like only only captured this one researcher and now it just blocked everyone else from going in. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I think SCPs are so cool. Which Ryan was it? It was R1. <laughs> I guess that, uh, I, you know, it was, I don't want it to be me, so let's say it was Feeny. Yeah, Feeny. <laughs> so Feeny is, just, Feeny was the OG Ryan. Yeah. And now Ryan McCauley's the OG Ryan because Feeny's stuck in a painting. Yeah. Is Until what we get Feeny out, but no yeah. one's in a rush. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said right. Yeah. I agreed. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Anything to add, Tove? Um, not really. <laughs> Seth said everything. Seth kind of did say everything. Seth really did say everything. For I feel that like one. Seth totally just like ruled this that one out. This is the first time I really cannot add anything. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I can't really add much either. I think Seth just really. I, I uh, can just say it feels real to me. Yeah, that's about it. Seth is the master of paintings. But that's it. Like after this, we're we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wait, unless you we're have doing one, the so second painting and then the third painting. Yeah, Blotters, they're all paintings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys are ready, ready I'll move yeah. into the second one. Yeah. Okay. Is this the ukulele one? This is, yes. This one is classified as ukulele. <laughs> Wait, what's the real name? Euclid. Euclid. Meaning that it is unpredictable. Um, it's not impossible to contain, but... Is that like a foreign know. word? Yeah, I don't know. Like SCPs I said, are all made up, so yeah. I'm not that far-fetched to believe that the words are made up. So even if it's foreign, that language is made up. Yeah. We're going to confirm that yeah. today on the show. I mean, isn't all languages just made up? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's oh. very true. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, story number two. Now we're talking about SCP-933. Its name, duct tape. What was the first one's number? 303. 303. 303. Yeah. And this is 933? Correct. A lot of threes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, three's my lucky number. There was two threes in the first one, and there's two, two threes, threes in, in the second one. one. Well, then you're going to love the number for the third story. Is it 333? Three, three? You're very close. Wait, really? Story number two. <laughs> it's called duct tape. Now, SCP-933 is split up into two separate entities, but they kind of go hand in hand and become one. They're split between 93301 and 93302. SCP-93301 is just an innocuous roll of duct tape. Can you define innocuous? innocuous? Just like a regular roll of duct tape. Innocuous means a regular roll of duct tape? You could so say- it means a regular roll of duct tape, a regular roll of duct tape. Because you said innocuous, We're looking this regular up. roll of duct tape. No, I said an, an innocuous roll of duct tape. Okay, okay, Google. So it's a regular roll of duct tape, roll of duct tape. Define is what that innocuous. sentence says. No, why do you keep adding things? <laughs> because that's it. Hold innocuous on. roll of duct tape. Not harmful or offensive. It's it's a non-offensive okay. roll of duct tape. <laughs> non-offensive. It's non-offensive. It's family friendly. That's way funnier. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, carry on. Anyway, unless you've been affected by the duct tape, you cannot unroll it. SCP-9302 is a featureless man in a cloak. SCP-9302 is so strong that he was shot 57 times and he healed entirely after 238 days. Him this duct tape, they're good buds, they're friends. And when he has this duct tape, he's able to unroll it. And he will pin down whoever the nearest person to him is. So if he sees someone He'll go for the closest person, and he will unroll that duct tape, and the first thing he does is he pins it up against one of your facial features. And when he pulls that tape off, that facial feature is completely removed from the person's face. He will not stop doing this until all of your facial features are either one gone or until someone else stops him. If your facial features are removed, it gets completely filled in with flesh and bone, and that's it. And people who have been interviewed who have had facial features? <laughs> what? The I'm just picturing oh. an interview like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you so have you, you been just lose- affected by the duct tape? And he has like no eyes, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> or he has his mouth removed. He's like, um, <laughs> that's not the kind of research that they're doing. They know the person's been affected. When asking, well, they still have to ask. <laughs> I guess. Usually, what happens is they only have one or two facial features removed, and then. The person gets saved in some sort of way. These people say that once they lose one of their facial features, they have the sudden urge to go and grab that roll of duct tape because they swear that once they get a hold of that duct tape, they can put the facial features back themselves. Anybody who has ever gotten their hands on the roll of duct tape, however, 
has only wind up getting it and removing the rest of their facial features themselves. And all these people just become faceless. So First of discuss. All, let's let's talk about the 258 days. 38, of, but 38, still yeah. crazy. Like, you yeah. know, they go to kill him. And then they're like, wait a minute. Let's just wait a couple days. Not just a couple days. Let's wait. How many months is that? At least more than like half a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just wait more than half a year and see it's if like he heals. Seven or eight months. Yeah, I was yeah, say seven, like eight months. Yeah. It, instead of like, let's actually kill him and finish him off. The first SCP, like the, but three. What the heck the was the number? No, not the painting. No. I mean, like the first, the tape, the duct tape. It's like nine, three, SCP nine is literally just duct tape that. Yeah. yeah, no one can unravel unless they've, unless been, they've been affected, or you're that guy. I guess that guy, maybe that guy go, has been affected. They go hand in hand, but, the two. They're considered one SCP. But he okay. became friends. Such an so if you get like days. all your facial features removed, do you just become friends with duct tape? Is that it? That's were a wonderful were, question. Were you I don't have the answer. a guy to. without features because you wouldn't be able to tell because <laughs> there's no features. <laughs> that's so a like good point. maybe that's Very what true. happens. That's yeah, a good point. He, he did die from yeah. the shot, but someone else just took his place. And they're like, oh, he's all healed up, and it's no, no, it's an entirely different guy. That's kind of a fun theory. All right, well, what do we think? I I kind of feel like that. I don't know. I, I don't need know. to hear the I can, third. I need to hear the third one too. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, before we get to story number three, we do have a mini game. Oh, so we are going to play. Wait, we're playing a mini game. I'm so surprised. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally did not see this coming. I think think that's the lie. We are going to play fill in the blank. So I have found someone's real ridiculous post online. This post is about our old friend Bigfoot. So I took it and I took some words out and you guys have to guess what you think this person was asking about Bigfoot. So I'm going to read the whole thing and then we'll take it a step back and go blank by blank. Okay, sure. So first, since Bigfoot is an advanced blank, does he blank? Maybe in a cave system. He might have to go down a mile and within it there would be a setup with blank and blank. So since Bigfoot is spiritual and so advanced, does he like to blank? So what? We're gonna take I got it, that one. We're going to take it back. Since yeah, Bigfoot is at an advanced blank, does he blank? Wait, was that the whole thing you read already? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Since Bigfoot is an advanced creature. Well, what are the... Is that what the I name mean, is? We're doing the first blank right now. I know, but is that the, the specific name? For like Bigfoot and all of them? The cryptid. Gorilla. Urban legends, myths, all the things we you don't quite understand. You can say person, anything like uh, that. that works. I've got it. Wait, what person? was it? Is, since Bigfoot is an advanced person, what <laughs> does he blank? This is already off the does rails. Does he go to the bathroom? Ooh, does he pee? Hey. Poop? Does he? Um, does he pray? Later, <laughs> later in the. I think since later. Bigfoot is, does he uh, watch TV? And he's so spiritual. It has to do with the cave. <laughs> Meditate. System too. No. It has to do with the cave. Is it all related to cave do system? Yoga? The me- uh, Chris is probably the closest. Exercise. Mm. You're getting it's it is like a very human thing. Stretching. But keep going. Stretch. Keep going. Does he stretch? Does he work out? Get like exercise out of your mind. Okay, okay. get out of there. Is it like an activity? Like, Kinda. I know like the word. <sighs> read. No. <laughs> no, it isn't like read, but it's like sing, do something dance. to. <gasps> Chris, there's not to something. Is dancing. Dance. Perform. Does he talk? Perform. Does he perform? Theater. Act. You guys are getting so close. Oh God! It's this? it's not dance like Dance Dance Revolution. Ooh. Like I just imagine Bigfoot has a Dance Dance Revolution probably, machine. 
spiritual dance dance <laughs> revolution machine. Based on what this blank is, he probably is also dancing. Oh, does he do aerobics? <laughs> oh, oh, Zumba. Oh, no. Listen to music. Aww. Tango. Make music. Um. Does he create? You're you're you are guessing things from the second sentence over here, Chris. Oh, oh. Like too too soon. Yeah. So music is part of the second sentence. Yes. But dancing is close to what this blank is that we're looking for. Yes. Oh, God. So you guys are so close. Think think singing, dancing. What else is there does, other than does, singing and dancing? No, no, he's probably doing those things. It's something that none of us here do frequently or ever, actually. We've never Theater. done it. Something that none of us have ever done. We do it, but not in the sense that you're going to think when you hear the word. Oh, what? God. Make parodies. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm going out to a... Party? Party. Oh. oh. Since Bigfoot is an advanced human, does he party? Well, that was insulting. <laughs> Maybe in a cave system. He might have to go down a little bit, uh, go down a mile, and within it, there would be a setup with music, as Christopher already filled in for yeah. us before, and blank. What food. else is at this party? Food. Snacks, food. Keep going. DJ. Keep going. Friends. Keep going. You're closer. Friends. Other Bigfoot. Friends is closer. Bigfoot. Yeah. Friends. Big. Other Bigfoot. Keep going with uh, that. Uh, people. Abominable. Abominable. Other snowman. Um, other. Other persons. Too, too far. That is definitely not the abominable snowman. <laughs> so, so you're not wrong when you said other Bigfoot, but there's a specific thing oh, that we're looking for feet. here. Feet. I don't know. No. 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 Is there a specific plural of Bigfoot that we no, need to get? No. It's not like that. Okay. Oh, okay. When you hear it, you'll be like, oh. Humans. Okay. Uh, no. Well, he said cave, advanced humans before. Cave people. Cave dwellers. Cavemen. Cavemen. Squatters. Cave women. Homeless people. Cave women. Cave woman. Does he party with, with music, and Bigfoot woman? Oh. A Bigfoot woman? <laughs> That's what this person is asking. Okay. The whole post is so. This is someone's serious question, and I think that's so silly. This isn't a joke. This is not a joke. Are they like twelve? There's like a there's like a joke tag that you're supposed to use if you're Slash joking. J. On, on, yeah, yeah. yeah and this person was not using the oh, so joke tag. They used the serious tag. Yes. Oh my god. And the, and, <laughs> wow. And their post is: since Bigfoot is an advanced human, does he party? Maybe in a cave system, he might have to go down a mile, and within it, there would be a setup with music and Bigfoot women. You thought about so, this a lot. Yeah. So since Bigfoot is spiritual and advanced, does he like to party? That's the post. There was a sentence in there that I think I took out because it wasn't relevant. What does spirituality have to do with anything with partying? I was going to say, is he spiritual? What makes him spiritual? I don't know. The whole post. (laughs) I saw this and I was like, is this guy serious? It was especially the Bigfoot women part that really got me. There's just so much wrong with that blank. Anyway, that's it for our little mini game. We have to take a quick break. And then after the break, we are going to get into SCP number three. We'll be right back. Seth, you have a lot of nerve doing that in my domain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just take it easy, man. Uh, And we are back. Okay, (laughs) so are you guys ready to hear SCP number three? As long as Toph and Seth are willing to put aside their differences. Hey, let's keep this arguing to the commercial breaks, okay? Okay, all right. Just commercial breaks. Just commercial breaks. Just take it easy, man. Next commercial break, you're going down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thankfully, this is the final commercial break. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to theorize that, like, every commercial break, we all just hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> no one out here actually gets along. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Story number three. 
Guys, this is SCP-3333. Oh, there was an extra Aww, three. you added a three. And its name is Tower. So Tower is a sun-top fire lookout, and it's located on the top of a mountain in Washington State. Mind you, this one is Keter, so cannot be contained. It's way too big to contain. They don't know how to contain this thing in their containment. It's literally a building. This thing was being restored because it took some damage after getting hit by some volcanic activity. Now, while it was being rebuilt, the people in there found a ladder leading to a trap door inside of the lookout, and these people did not touch this. They did not build this thing. It's just there. So that's the first time that we saw it. So people from the SCP containment, they decided to go explore and check this place out. They go up the ladder, and it's padlocked. They break the lock, they get inside, and once they reach through that trap door, they find an identical copy of the lookout. And every time that they go up that ladder, it just keeps going. There are multiple versions of this lookout, and every time there's a trap door with a ladder, you keep going and it never stops. Once the guy gets to the 527th iteration of the lookout, (laughs) He sees a figure, and everything goes dark. He's got a radio with him, and he's got a camera with him, and he's not able to contact back to the SCP containment what's happening. He loses connectivity to everything, and he never returns back. So five people from the SCP containment decide to go back on a rescue mission. They go back, they get to the 527th version of this lookout. When they get up there, the same thing happens to them. But... They make it out alive. They see the dead body. They come back and they say, we are not going back there. We can't even describe what we saw on this 527th version of the building. It's horrifying. So a special agent decides to go in there and see what's going on. She goes up there and she gets to the 527th iteration and she finds the bodies of the five previous people who went into rescue as well as the first guy that went in. And then her camera turns off. When it turns back on and she's able to see things again, she sees her own body laying on the floor. She gets out of there. There was a fourth exploration of this place. The person who went up there this time was the person who was overseeing the first three explorations. So this person goes up there, sees all the bodies, and claims that it was being chased by something. So the person who was overseeing all the other explorations is running out of there and found out some information. There are other things that live in this SCP that have escaped and they've cloned themselves as the previous agents who died in the SCP and now they're roaming around in the wild using their human bodies. And that is Tower. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. All right. First thing that came to mind, if they're going 527 fire escapes that's multiple days yeah that's like, so that's, much that was also lot. my thought i was like 500 uh-huh yeah even one lines up is like insane and and they just keep seeing the same thing over and over they go up and it's just the same thing why would they keep why going? would they keep going yeah. 500 times 527 times to be specific yeah that's insane that feels like a little bit of an exaggeration yeah. i mean i get that you know they're supposed to be fake but i don't know that one that one Right, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it didn't need to be 527, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if if the story was like, oh, on the 12th floor, the 10th floor or something, it's like, okay, sure, I can believe it. But 527? Like, I feel like 80 is just enough where it's like, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, that's pushing it, but, like, just in the realm of possibility and reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the first red flag for sure. I think the whole entire story was very confusing and very all over the place. And there was a lot of, like, problems. It was... It was a cool story. I, I think, think all it was three the of these are really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think this one might have been the coolest. Uh, I honestly forgot the second one already. <laughs> what happened in the second one? Well, I'm going to recap all three stories, and then I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Wow, that was a really convenient way to segue into this uh, next part, huh? Thank you, Ryan. Anyway, um, <laughs> SCP number one is about a painting. When you go inside of the painting, you become part of the painting. You look like a painting. You feel like a painting. But uh, the painting got enveloped by a black dot, and it is now just a crimson eye. Go ahead, Seth. All right, SCP-1 <laughs> is a ripoff of my short film, The Painting, which can now be seen nowhere, um, hopefully in other film festivals. Let's see what happens. Fingers crossed. <laughs> SCP number two was about two separate SCPs that kind of become one, a roll of duct tape and a featureless man in a cloak. He removes your facial features one by one, and anyone who's had their facial features removed feel the urge to get their hands on that duct tape, too. Go ahead. All right. SCP-2 is a man and his best friend, a roll of duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful story. Yeah. SCP number three is a sun-top fire lookout. It's got a little ladder and a trap door up there, and it just keeps going, and you just keep seeing the same thing over and over and over again. The 527th floor of this thing is a little bit spooky. Those are your three SCPs. All right, SCP-3, a beautiful piece of real estate up for sale with endless possibilities and endless floors. (laughs) That would be like a good price. You're paying for what looks like one thing, and you've got all this room. Yeah, it's a good piece of real estate that's affordable um, in this day and age. And I think anybody in our generation would snatch that up in an instant, to be honest. Anyway, go discuss. Um, Are you thinking of buying? Oh, my no. goodness. As much as I want a house, I, I can't. I would be way too paranoid. But anyway, I feel like I'm thinking three. Like, I want to yeah. say three. But then, like, I don't know. I have, like, this doubt in my mind that maybe it's too obvious. I feel like it's three. I freeze my lucky number, but Anthony could be messing with me. <laughs> I, I will in, uh, add to that, and Seth's lucky number is three. Every SCP had a three in it. It was a very common theme. It was 303, three, nine, three, three. Nine, three, three, and 3333. Three, three, three. Every single one had at least two threes. So yeah. it kind of makes sense that the answer would be story number three. Yeah. Wow, the signs, you know? Signs are How all How are we going to ignore the signs? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> but, like, I mean, let's just serve you, right? Story number one, Seth is an expert on painting. Master painter. He, well, okay, he you saw, might rephrase that. He saw yeah, right I'm not through. a painter. It's not one. No, no, it's no. Seth is a painter, and he saw right <laughs> through that painting. It is no good. <laughs> Bad work of art. <laughs> bad, bad, Seth knows bad. art when he sees it, and that is <laughs> yeah. not his art. Story number two, like, I can kind of see it. More believable than story one, I'd say. Yeah, more, yeah. well, more. More on the way that the person made it. I'm yeah, saying. more believable as a fake one. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's kind of bold that it was, like, this two-parter. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it being two or three. I think it's, like, a 50-50 between two or three. I'm very... Agreed. Not confident in three because you know you you can never be too confident on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But um, my gut is saying three. Just go with three. Anthony, we are locking in story number three as the fake story. You guys are locking in story number three. Mm-hmm. Yep, lock it in. Okay, guys. Story number three 
is not yeah. the fake story. I had a feeling. His whole yeah. his whole demeanor and his Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was number two. Is that you're gonna you wanna give it a second guess? Number two? Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's number one though at this point. Yeah, I kinda do hope it's number one at this point also. I feel like it's number one now. It is number one. Yeah. No way. I'm honestly happy with that. I think you guys played very well, though. I think all of your points for why you picked three were pretty fair. Thank everyone at home for watching and listening. If you enjoyed, make sure to give this a rate and review. It'll really help us out. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and give it a like and a comment if you're watching the video version. If you have stories of your own, make sure to send them in to either truemythsonelie at gmail.com or to my Instagram at culture35, whichever you prefer. That's about it. We'll see you guys again next week with a brand new episode of True Myths One Lie and again on Friday with a brand new comedy skit. Bye, guys. It's on, Seth. It's on. Let's go.